just finna go, like I'm just finna go. Um, yeah, I hit threes with no eyes. Threes from the ring, no lie. Cross my heart and I die. They don't wanna catch me outside. Uh, they see no wave, it's a tie. I couldn't take an L if I tried. Funny when I start trying to play around with them, they really start feeling my vibes. Oh, they can't reach where I'm trying to reside. Out of reach if I fall, I'ma die. What you have, I slip my Yo, 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 yo. What's good? What's happening? We back. Brand new episode of Threes from the Rain. It's your boy Chris J. Got a boy Trust Sav. Yeah, Trust Sav. Y'all gonna hate me this episode. Oh yeah. I already had auditions in the in the party chat for what's to come. I asked, you know, do anybody want to take my spot and shit? So, you know, they they uh, they uh they they practicing their wrestling right now as we speak. Man, so. They gotta come through me, man. But, uh, and we got Tyler here. Hey, back. Yep, so we here. Uh, let's just, look, let's just go ahead and get right into it, G, with wrestling, G. We're going to save the best part for last. What, CM Punk? <laughs> no, for you. Me, yeah. oh, you. How much I hate wrestling? Yeah, we're going to save that for last. <laughs> but if outside of internet wrestling community being bullshit and all of that. This was arguably this past week, again, to be specific weekend, because Raw was... <laughs> but, uh, this past weekend was really freaking good for wrestling, G. Outright. It was really freaking good for wrestling. So, uh, let's go ahead and start with CM Punk's return. And return to wrestling. Pro, pro wrestling in itself. In his exact words, and AEW has got the one officially. It's been in the like it's been rumored for the past month and a half that CM Punk signed to AEW, him and Daniel Ryan. But CM Punk being the first one, debuted it here in Chicago at the United Center, and once again WWE used the fucking United Center. Thank you. Fuck I think it's Ryan. best if. For WWE shows to go forward, to try to avoid going to Chicago for a couple shows, yeah, I just think, and it, it, I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying, oh, because it's a punk town. I'm saying that because in a situation that you you go to a town that's white hot for CM Punk right now, you, you're just not going to have good content. So, yeah. I, in my personal humble opinion. I used to say they, they, they stay away from Chicago. Like, don't get me wrong. Which is tough to do because, regardless, Chicago is a top two wrestling city. Yeah, I say that, but, uh, you know, you can mm. Look, them Florida niggas, them Texas niggas, for some period of reason, when you come in, they say that these niggas are tight. So, you can just... That's what UFC do. They rotate from Florida to Texas every fucking event. Every they major pay-per-view. Do. So, just rotate that. They um, definitely do. Yeah, I can see, I can see that. See what you mean like that? Because yeah, that was similar. Because like in a situation where, let's say, you know, you actually do have a, a hot card planned or whatever, you don't want to be in a situation where you, you just getting shitted on. No, nah, I feel like if it's a hot card, if it's SmackDown, yeah, if it's Raw, you fucked. If it's a, if a, if yeah, it's like a save it. So you you need to wait until it's like a like a act like a legitimate pay per view. Yeah, but I was anyway. CM Punk re uh, made his uh, wrestling debut after I think it's been what eight. Seven, seven, eight years. Seven years. About uh, since eight. he's not been in a actual wrestling ring, so shout out to that. He as soon as SmackDown ended, Rampage came on. You heard Colt of Personality kick in, and everybody went nuts. A nigga legit cried like a little bitch. It is what it is. We're not gonna go there <laughs> regardless, but uh, because at the same time that dude probably never hinted, had a scent of a woman before ever. But it is what it is. That's his fave. So. Moving on, CM Punk came out to AEW. I'm, I'm not crying in on nosebleeds though. Just, just the way it is. <laughs> I, I ain't crying in on nosebleeds. Look, I, look, the thing, uh, that, you know, <laughs> it's hard to say. Like, a lot of people cry when, a lot of people cry when Kofi, um, won. And you know, I'm not about to bullshit that. Like, I ain't saying nothing wrong with crying. I should never cry in a nosebleeds. You know, fuck, I'm, I barely can. I'm looking at a Titan Tron. Like, so, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, but. <laughs> You know, it was one of the biggest pops for and then for you to know that this nigga's coming. It's exactly. one of the biggest pops I ever heard. Um, 
he had the promos. Was it shaded? Yeah, of course. Of course yeah, I think it's in your contract that you have to have a. <laughs> you gotta uh, throw a little. Uh, you gotta at least throw ten percent shade towards the, throw shade. WWE. <laughs> so, so um, it is what it is uh, in that aspect. But I definitely do say that was it's really big for AEW that they got him. Going to go against against Darby Allen and All Out, which would be great. I would just to say this uh, right now. Um, they did not move the needle. So and so, um, so AEW's Raiders came out for Dynamite. It didn't do good as Raw, and Raw has been shit. Raw has been dookie. Now, mind you. This is coming from a nigga in this podcast. I'll also say ratings don't matter. But the main talk has been is CM Punk gonna move the needle. Um and he didn't move the needle. So with that being said, you know, I I guess <laughs> uh, that this, like, you know, I don't think it was, I think it's a success. They're still a growing company. So having CM Punk soon to have Dan Bryan and words still on, they might get Adam Cole in your company. You, you big. Now there will be a situation in which you crank the WWE in which you harbor talent. Um, but with them working with different companies and stuff like that, that you has a potential to break the hole. Yeah. Cause you're kind of spreading. Yeah, you, around in a, in a you definitely spread it around more than what it was previously. Uh, but like, I'm not a, I'm not one of them niggas that say this is going to make the product better. I don't know what the fuck will make Raw better. I, I just don't know, right? That's but a different subject. <laughs> this is a move in the right direction for AEW to sustain people. It's, it's definitely moving the right direction um, to get, you know, casuals on. Uh, all Out will be on point. Uh, Dave Bryan. Chicago, Chicago, too? Huh? Yeah, yeah all, all, out. all Outs in Chicago, too, yeah. They, look, I won't be surprised if they treat Chicago like they treat. Um, I think they are because, you know, Tony Khan is actually from Illinois. You know, they always say that they're from Chicago. He's actually from here, so, he, they you know, that's – that's a big thing they like. You know, I, I got to test that. I got to ask him, uh, has he ever had mild sauce? And well, no, nah, well, again, he's from Illinois, my nigga. He probably, eat, Illinois, he probably, he probably eat the fucking cornbread things with legit corn. Probably bread. had Giordano's before. Well, I doubt he had. Yeah, that's probably the closest thing to Chicago he got in his veins. So, yeah, you're right. Unless, uh, or I was going to, no, I'm not going to say that joke. Nope. Nope. I had a joke idea, but nope, we're not going there. But, uh, but yeah, so. CM Punk debuted it, calls out Darby Allen and Sting. God forbid, I do not want to see CM Punk and Sting in a wrestling match. I just, I just don't. Yeah, um, I, I don't think AEW would be smart to do that unless Punk say, I want to wrestle Sting. Yeah, it depends how much creative control he has. We'll see. But uh, pretty much some of the specifics in regards to his deal, he, at least from him or from what I heard, I, f- I forgot which one, uh, he will, he will, of course, fight wrestling matches he will do some commentary he will do he has i know he has creative control but i don't know how much uh you know something else i forgot but yeah but i also did hear that he he's not going to do a lot of dynamite or uh what's the other show rampage rampages in terms of in-ring action but he will do pay-per-views regardless so he's present but he's also in ring part time, so take that for what you will. But use him; he's an attraction. Use him as you, as you see fit. It is what it is. Because regardless, if he's on screen, is people's going to turn the channel. Look, so people's going to peep. People's going to peep the uh, social media clips. So, but yeah, dope for AEW though. Um, it just depends on what happens next. Like we already know, Dan Bryan is there. Adam Cole. It's still we don't know. It's the biggest mystery of what's going on in terms of his what he's about to do. So we'll see where things go with that. But I'm happy for AEW. I will peep a little bit more. But I will say 
the rest of that rampage was very much mid. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it like look, I I cape, but also simp for Jade Cargill. But if you, I wasn't expecting a squash match against her and Kira uh, Hogan. It was a squash match. Yes. Who lost? And then it, it, uh, Kira Hogan. Like Jade literally slammed her a couple times and it was over with. I'm like, damn. Why? <laughs> like, look, I'm like, well, damn. But Jade is a is one of the model wrestlers. So, yeah, she. Yeah. You know, you gotta, you gotta get her. And you gotta uh, end up protecting her. So it's like. Hey. But um, most of the rest of the episode was not that good. So it is what it is. We'll see where things go from there. But uh, moving on, let's talk about SummerSlam, uh, which was another great moment in wrestling. Uh, Let me go ahead and pull up that damn, what you'll call it. Um, The results. Should I have this up already? But who cares? Cause we about to blitz through this because there's a lot yeah, of ass. Yeah. It's some good. Yeah. So kickoff show: Biggie versus Baron Corbin. Biggie beat Baron Corbin's ass and got his money in the bank back. Uh, Tyler, do you have anything you want to add in regard to this match? Um, not necessarily the match. I just talking about Corbin again. It's funny how they kept posting videos and stuff of him like winning his money back and stuff after. Oh yeah, that, that was hilarious. Baron Corbin about, is, has been, been up and down throughout the week, so now like he has all of his money back apparently. They, he lost know, it again. He lost it. No, he got he got it back again. He lost it again. Then he got Look, it back. Regardless, again. he he. I did. Yeah. He literally just a video come out. He lost it. Oh well. See, <laughs> we'll, we'll see what's going on with, with, this, with like literally this shit's golden. Now Corbin tomorrow. So, but, Baron, um, shout out to Baron Corbin with the character work. Uh, shout yeah, out to Baron Corbin work. Yeah, so uh, op- opens up with RK Bro uh, versus AJ Almost. RK Bro wins. Over. The Usos kept retain the retain the tag belts against Mysterios too. Yeah, so we don't uh, have to talk about that. Uh, the most over tag team on Raw. The most over act on Raw is the RK Bros. He's Matt Riddle is a bona fide star. As much as you hate it, as much as, like, as much as motherfuckers don't rock with it, this nigga's here, and the and the yeah. fans love him. The fans who don't know what's going on personally with him love, love him, it. and that's all that matter. That's all that matter now. They did but, a great job rebuild, like building back up to them form, like officially becoming a team. They did a good job of doing that. The match itself, you know, was solid. Um, yeah, I don't. Do they have a tag team finisher already? I don't remember. I highly doubt it. Who, who but, knows? but they they work pretty. They work well. See, this is another example of when Randy is motivated to do something, he makes it work. Yeah, and plus, Randy said he wants to work legit. Wants to work with Riddle. So if yeah, Randy sure. sees division, so but I think it's a good thing that AJ and almost lost because I think AJ may be Bobby's next opponent potentially. So we'll see where things go. From. Yeah, I will love it. Uh, Alexa Bliss versus Eva Marie. That's a skip. Didn't even want to. Not gonna lie to you. Yep, there's nothing to talk do about. Drop. Do drop did at this point they sell a do drop separate stuff from Eve Marie, so shout out to that. So which is good. Uh then United States championship match, Damian Priest versus Sheamus. Uh really good match. This was a very underrated match. Uh Damian Priest won. Shout out to Damian Priest getting his first mid. Uh, his first WWE title. Shout out to my boy. Uh, yeah. All right. Nothing else to add in regards to this match. Uh, Tyler already said Usos Mysterios. Uh, Usos beat their ass as they should. Uh, we're gonna talk about that later. <laughs> uh, Bianca and what you call it because we're just gonna make all of that yeah, one. That's, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Drew versus Gender. Drew mid won. Next. Yeah, very mid as hell, but it happened. Uh, Charlotte beats, uh, what's her name? Uh, understandable. She yep. beats Ray, uh, Ray Ripley and Nikki Ash. Understandable. Is it kind of like, damn, it is, but you can't eat that bet on Charlotte. Most likely, whatever big name come from that draft, Charlotte is going to drop that belt to. So whoever that is, or, you know, Io Shirai pops up on the roster. Maybe exactly. who the fuck knows? I know Eosha Rai has some tag titles, 
um, oh, in NXT, which I found out literally last Wednesday. And, I forgot um, that they, she had that shit. <laughs> yeah, so that shit. Uh, but shout out to uh, to Rue. I look. I know niggas how they think about Charlotte always wins. Uh, y'all keep talking. I'll be right back. And I had that thing about Charlotte always wins and shit like that. But it is what it is. Um, I don't talk too hard. Niggas was mad back in the day when Triple H was always winning. Exactly. It is what it is. They're in this position to hold those belts for a reason. Exactly. Um, Whether it's short term, you know, long term, no matter. no matter what it is. Yeah, exactly. They had to hold that position for them belts. Um, fuck it. That's all I got to say, people. Um, it is what it is on that end. I would say, though, uh, I would love to see who's going to face Charlotte next. I think it's Alexa Bliss. You think it's Alexa Bliss? You think yeah. they get a title to Bliss? I, I don't know if they give him the title to her, but I guess it'll just be something to do until they decide to do the draft. I can, I can, I can see the vision. Um, I don't know, Alexa. I don't know if Alexa babyface though. That's the thing, you know what I mean? If Alexa babyface, she she is, but she could easily you know flip the script, you know, any week. Yeah. Uh. All right, so uh, we just talking it, about who, who who will probably be next for her. I think it's um, Alexa. Probably. I think Ross already confirmed it's Alexa Bliss. Yeah, but I mean, come on, that's like a a TLC feud. If they do the weird shit, Alexa Bliss, I have to remind myself of my brain is for the kiddos. Cause that shit gonna piss me off and be like, "What the fuck, you controlling bitches? Why you can control Vix for man or some shit that you automatically get the title?" Um, but yeah. Uh, Edge versus Seth Rollins, slapper of a match. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, first shot to Edge for literally bringing back back the Brood uh, theme song because whenever we decide to do our top ten wrestling intros for wrestlers specifically, Edge has the best. Probably has the best. Uh, but shout out to that entrance, really fire. Um. Shout out to that person made to me saying uh, Gangrel when he saw uh, Edge come out with the brew music and they said, uh, y'all just don't fuck with me because of my voice and I cried. <laughs> 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 he never heard Gangrel talk to you. You know why that nigga never went well, he got He got a super list? It's not the list. It's just how he talks. Just, just <laughs> You just gotta, you gotta just look it up, bro. You gotta look up Gangrel promo. You'd be like, oh. I can tell. I don't never remember Gangrel talking, bro. Exactly. After that, I don't think they never made that nigga talk ever again. Then he just faded to the. Didn't they jump him out of the group? They just jumped him. (laughs) They just jumped him. Vince, man, a sick Negro. He's a sick Negro. Also, apparently. Because Edge did the brood shit over the weekend, it cost Gangrel an actual appearance or whatever with AEW. They just told him, "Fuck it, we." No. Shit's hilarious. It's you know, it's just bad timing, I guess. <laughs> you bring it. <laughs> no, moving on. But yeah, shout out to that. That was a slap of a match, probably match of the night. Uh, out in that Michael Jackson attire, that shit was kind of cool. Yeah, he definitely was dressed like Mike G. So, what's the what's this official? Thing he said he he dressed up as. I forgot. I remember him saying anything. I just instantly thought Michael Jackson because of the jacket. Yeah. And plus yeah. he had the one glove. The one was it a white glove? This time? Yeah, it was a white glove too. That's why I thought it was Mike. So. Yeah, I think uh, it was Mike. So. Then we have. They're definitely. I think they get in a return match though. Probably it's a good. Team. I think Edge, Edge booked for Raw for the what you They somebody. I guess he got leaked on line. On the um, on the uh, WWE shop, but they said Raw Superstar Edge. So, yeah, we'll see. Next, Bobby Lashley find, uh, beats the living shit out of Oldberg. Uh, for one shot, Bobby Lashley and MVP thinking on the fly. Oh, oh, boy, fucking tours ACL. <laughs> yes, he definitely cool. did. And I don't know if it's a work or he's literally just... No, no, he did. Some yeah. people say he hurt himself during this intro, which is, if he did, hilarious. Come on. But I think... 
Exactly. But I think what the, I think he legit did tweak his knee because when Bobby when Bobby was trying to do the uh, what you call it the jackknife whatever, uh, and Goldberg countered it and then tried to lift Bobby up, he tweaked his knee then. He yeah, legit, I remember you telling me. To go yeah, back he and tweaked his knee then. I was like, oh, I don't. I think he legit hurt himself. And then after that, it was just a little awkward. And then from there, they just, like, MVP tapped him on, hit him on the knee, which they said was supposed to sell it. But I'm like, dude. And after that, Bobby just kept spearing his leg. Because he doesn't sell. At all. So, but shout out to Bobby and MVP for taking up a finish on the fly. Uh, Beating Goldberg regardless. Beating the shit out of Goldberg, which I'm perfectly fine with. He beat the shit out of him. And also choked out his son. Yeah. Great, great TV to me. That's that's all I needed. That's all I needed. So shout out to Bobby Lashley. Uh, that keeps us from having to see a fucking Goldberg Crown Jewel match this year or any because they man. say he apparently has two more matches left on his contract. If that saves us from seeing Goldberg the rest of the year, I'm cool with that. Definitely thought Goldberg was getting that title because Crown Jewel is apparently taking place in October. Definitely thought I thought he was going to yeah, get that. Yeah, I, I, when they showed the Crown Jewel, thing, I'm like. Blood money is blood money is active again, but regardless, thank you, thank you, Bobby Lashley. Uh, moving on, John Cena versus Roman Reigns. For one, first and foremost, fuck WWE for literally making that John Cena shirt limited edition. Oh come on. Yeah, everybody kept saying it's NFT or whatever. I don't know what the hell that stands for, but everybody says it's limited edition. NFT is that new shit that they're trying to make in, like, electronic trading cards. Oh. It's, it's in the fucking mud, bro. Yeah. I feel like that. But, yeah, so that you that John Cena shirt is not going to be on the WWE shop unless you... They're going to sell the shit out that green one, though. How many fucking green John Cena shirts we going to get, man? And look, you need every shade of green in the color tree, my nigga. So. It's been the same. He only had one other green that was different. That was that lot, that neon green. Hey, nigga, shirt. Let's go to this motherfucking match, man. But anyway, America let's go okay. ahead get into Roman this Roman Reigns is talking cash, fucking shit. The That's my match. nigga. Love him to death. I wish the best. The only reason I watch fucking wrestling is because of Roman Reigns. Um, no, in all honesty, they did have a really great match. Uh... The best thing about the matches was the near falls. There were so many. You got the best two near fall guys in the business, bro. These niggas literally go at two in fucking three fifths. I forget which one of them. 2.9993.4, nigga. I was going to go crazy. Like, because you can, you can see Cena taking Reigns out, but you can also see Reigns holding that bitch all the way to next Mania. Um, yeah, there's no reason to lose, but it was a really good match. Uh, I enjoyed it. Like good storytelling on John Cena. Well, both both of them, but especially John Cena because he he was like, look, all I need is the one, two, three, and he kept trying to get schoolboys on that nigga. Shout out to John Cena. Literally watched playing WW2K19 and going to schoolboys and hit, hitting every variation of them. But uh, really great match. Uh, Roman's just great. Cena still got it. Uh, when that nigga uh, Romano kicked out the super F you, <laughs> I was like, yo, dude, he's Cena's not winning. Yeah, I said that we was watching it at a party. I said, uh, if Roman kicked out the super F you, Roman with it, that's a guaranteed uh, kill what nobody say. Yeah, because like I, nobody's name, ever kicked out the out super F you ever. You said what, Tyler? I said, name how many people has actually kicked out of it. Never, nobody. Is that Reigns? One other person that's done it. He still lost the match, but he kicked out. It was Batista. Makes sense. Around that point, yeah, Batista was that over, so it was like, yeah, for safety. That was before he. That was that WrestleMania match they had. But yeah, I know what you're. Any, either about. way, Roman Roman kicked out of that shit and said, "Yeah, I'm. You hit me with your best shot. What, what you got next? Hit me with your best shot. Literally, but great match. Yeah, not a shit talking Roman. Roman was really talking that shit. Cause he knew, he knew what it was. That's why he, that's why he's the tribal chief, and you have to acknowledge him as such. So regardless, Reigns end up winning. Uh, and then 
as normal as we're trying to, as Roman is talking his cash shit. He's about to say, hey, I need y'all to. And then we hear one of the most intimidating theme music of all time. And I popped here. Brock Lesnar came back. Whole Foods Brock is here. <laughs> Whole Foods Brock is here. Whole Foods Brock is here. Intimidated Ponytail. Looked like he's in the best shape since his original run. Um, yeah. And I was just, and he just, niggas say he was dressed like nine, uh, dressed like old school Shawn Michaels. I cried, um, cause of the cowboy boots and the boot cut jeans. But my boy uh, Brock came back. Rome was just like, "What the fuck?" What looked the at fuck? Paul. Look, looked at Paul Heyman like, "You you knew about this, didn't you?" Playing both sides, playing both sides. So SmackDown is gonna be interesting tomorrow solely because I just need to know how how literally this is gonna go down for the next few months. Um, but yeah, so Brock came back. They had a face to face. Then uh, after SummerSlam, cut off Brock off camera, beat the living shit out of this John Cena to get the crowd, give the crowd a nice something going off too. Uh, so shout out to that. So, then let's just go ahead and rewind to the negativity part. So, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks was supposed to happen. Who knows what Sasha Banks, we don't know what happened with that. So, they announced, hey, Sasha Banks is not going to be, is here to fight Walk the Band. I was like, okay. Crowd literally was like, yo, what the fuck? Literally. Like do stuff. After they said that, everybody just knew that Carmelo was going to come out. I, I had a. That, that's what made Carmelo. it worse. Because <laughs> he was just like got no reaction at all. I haven't seen a no reaction in a long time. And you got fact that's a football stadium, so somebody had. To, but that just shows like niggas was just like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Like a, a no reaction with no booze mixed in at all. That's bad. Yeah, the, the the energy of the arena just died, and we was watching it on TV. Niggas who was there said, "Yo." They're like, yo, what the hell going on? So then proceeding, Carmella comes out. Mo's just like, all right, we don't know what the hell going on here. And then right before the match is about to start, Becky Lynch makes her grand debut again. Brenda goes nuts. One of the craziest pops I ever fucking heard. Competing with CM Punk's pop. Definitely competing. Definitely competing. And... Everybody goes nuts. It brings the energy back into the arena. So then at that point, the crowd's just going nuts. Becky Lynch gets Carmella clean up out of here. And then uh, Bianca is like, and Becky uh, off, like, just like, hey, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. All right, cool. They agree to do this. Bell rings. Becky sucker punches Bianca. Hits her with, and this is what people, this is why I heard a few podcasts call this move the man handle slam <laughs> they called it the man handle slam you know what they said on the pay-per-view i don't remember um, <laughs> i was me and Daytro was in so much man. shock at the time it was just like huh? <laughs> so literally man handle slam bianca bianca sold it really fucking well mm. one two three bianca I'm, uh becky's is smackdown's champ again crowd is nuts but also like yo what the fuck especially if you was black and yeah so alright so I would like to say this right? everything I understand there's a certain pride that comes with rooting for black every fucking race has it right every race has this I need to root for my race um, thing, right? My brother, if he ever play a video game and you have multiple characters you can uh, play as, he always picks the black character. Every time. Um, For... For... This situation is like 
it's like WWE in it for I should say I don't know how to say it because and honestly I don't know what to say because people will be like WWE is racist for this or they treating black people it's not I understand if you love love this woman loved her I do too like I love Bianca Bella too I, was I happy that she lost hell no nowhere near it but I understand like that's the thing we so quick to jump as wrestling fans to to and I you know I rock I rock with the trolls who put up the AEW pictures after that shit happened that shit funny that is funny. Each time I see it, it's like, hey. I'm all in now. Thank you. But the shit, the shit right now, like, like, if you're taking it seriously about, you're taking like, it to heart, you gotta chill out. Yeah, like, you, you know, to. like, some people throwing a whole, like, throwing the whole racial angle, like, all the black people in the stands were sad. I personally did not see anybody. There was some pictures of a guy standing on his feet. Like, what the heck just happened? But, like, you know, what the fuck? There was some people. The Bianca is a star, so, of course, some people's going to hate it. And, of course, you're going to have a legion of fans after her. But they didn't do that legendary black. They didn't do that that legendary-ass fucking WrestleMania match between Sasha Banks and, 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 uh, what the fuck is that? Um, Bianca Belair for no reason. Keep it a hundred percent buck with yourself, G. Like you think Vince, Vince McMahon, if he was so racist, he would put them two ladies on the main event. A fucking now is Vince probably prejudiced as hell? Hell yeah. Is he probably do he got a couple of racist bones in his body? Oh yeah, I believe so. But in terms of his product. He's gonna put the thing that's gonna be the best money fucking move. Bianca, I mean, Becky was it. I personally wouldn't book it the way to have Becky take the title. I probably would have Bianca Bella beat the dog shit out of Carmella. And then you pop Becky's music, and then Becky hit her, and then, you know, things of that nature to lead up to, to that. But that, like, the way that went, mm-mm. I didn't. Mm-mm. I kind of initially before I, we found out that Sasha wasn't going to be in the match, I kind of was under the impression that Bianca was going to drop the belt to Sasha. So I wouldn't necessarily, I wasn't necessarily mad that she lost. It was just the way that it happened that that just wasn't good execution. And I don't think she shouldn't have got squashed like that. Yeah, I definitely agree. And for me, like, of course, at the at the moment, and literally, if it, it didn't help that me and they we was recording Black Otaku's in the, in the process of this, so it's like if you watch the episode, you'll be like, you'll look at Datra, you look at me, be like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> we literally was like, oh, what the fuck? So <laughs> it then don't help that I'm scrolling on Twitter, niggas is mad. Twitter was fucking irate for no reason. Niggas was like, I mean, for a reason, but for it, it's it. Too far. I'm not like. It's to, and for me, I was like, yo, this some bullshit. But at the same time. You got to let it go. You got, you got to let it go. The show's going to go on. Because at the end of the day, it don't hurt Bianca that much. It's Yeah, that's what I was about to get to. She's still, she's a she's a top, I would say she's a top five star in the, in the business right yes. now. Yes, but, this and I'm about to get to this. So at this point, it's already been confirmed that Becky Lynch is going to go in and be top heel woman for SmackDown. So you looking at it like that? Okay, lovely. What was the main issue I think we had going on with Bianca right now, especially after one she couldn't get her uh, end all match with uh, Bailey. That's why I was going to Sa- say that yeah. too. Sasha, we dumb. don't know what the fuck going on with Sasha at the very moment. So if you want to el- continue to elevate Bianca as that face of the women's division that you possibly want her to be, that isn't for one of the four horsewomen, 
you let her have a program with Becky Lynch, who is regardless how you view her, no how you view her, she is one of the most over people in the company, one of the top people in the company. Performer wise, she's not one of the best, regardless, but regardless, she's one of those people. If we really want to solidify Bianca as that person, one of the top faces of your company, down you, she's going to have this program with Becky Lynch. She's going to eventually win. She's going to get the belt back. But it's going to do Bianca more justice as well. Because at the rate shit was going, because once again, Sasha... She had nobody pulled, else. She was squashing everybody. She was beat. She got... Look, at, if I ha, if I see Carmella in another match just because Carmella's available, I scream. I love his little baby. her for being a workhorse and taking those L's the way she's been taking. Yeah, them, but, but it's still like, it's like this. We we kind of done with it. Yeah, it's like come on now. And then shout out to Zelina Vega, but there's no way in hell once you look at the size. We see the size differential between Bianca and Zelina. And Zelina still has to do a little bit more as a competitor for me this to believe. Thing, bro. This is the thing, bro. Why the fuck when wrestling we got big brains, bro? What the fuck? Like, that, that's the shit I want to know. Fucking wrestling we got big brains. The fuck is we doing math and body weight for wrestlers and shit like that, right? The fuck do we give? It happened. It happened. This what heels do. Like, I, I was thinking of this in my head, right? Because, you know, in my picture for Zoom, when I before the camera come on, it's fucking APA, right? That's single flat with me and I mean me and Tyler on the camera with each other, right? He John Bradshaw, I'm Ron Simmons, right? How I fucking go? Listen, APA, I bet you count on fucking one hand how many times APA had a title match. I bet you count on one hand how many times they went on a fucking winning streak of two. Like I bet you count on one hand. Like if they was fucking main eventing a SmackDown or or doing this or doing that, guess what? People loved APA. People they loved them in the back using their services to beat the dog shadow random. And even before that, over. and even before that, they were literally the tag Acolytes. team enforcers. They were known as tag team enforcers, so they would pull up nigga. They would pull up on niggas and just beat the shit out of them and then move. But that's what I mean. Like it wasn't no fucking brains. We weren't thinking about if this person gonna have a five star match. Fucking like the the the, the what wrestling what ruined wrestling is smart fans. Just it is what it is. Niggas got calculators, work rates, stopwatches. Stop like, like come on, we, we get what we gonna do? We gonna do true shooting percentage? We gonna do we gonna do true suplex percentage? <laughs> we gonna do true suplex percentage? Hey, Brock, hey, Brock Lesnar about to be. <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Like, nah, Brock Lesnar can't count because you know, in order for you to be elite, your offensive game gotta be you gotta know how to go behind the basket. You know, your tween game gotta be nice. Your inside game good, your mid-range game gotta be fluent. Your outside the oh, paint so, game. So gotta Brock Lesnar is in the hoop. Inside the paint game gotta be good. Yeah, Brock Lesnar is in the hoop. Nice. The ability to assist the basketball. Like that's how the fuck we talking about wrestling right now, bro. Fuck that shit, G. You give me an entertaining match, I'm gonna eat that, bro. Like Roman Reigns, literally all he did was hit John Cena with Superman punches. This shit was fire, fucking fire. Edge and him had a more work rate match in which fucking Edge got hit with a fucking corkscrew that and fucking slam off the fucking ropes. So like this shit is not that. It's a kid show, dog. This is not a situation where we we fight for injustices. They signed the fucking contract. And if they show please, they can sit at home to that bitch to, you know, to that bitch go away and still get paid. They go to AEW and do the exact same goddamn thing. I'll go sell real estate. I'll go sell fucking real estate. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Dallas definitely is. He said, "Fuck this, I'm gonna sell real estate, G." But no, like real nigga. This shit, this shit, like this shit, not Nino Brown, dog. This shit not hard to understand. This shit not calculus. You don't need a whole pre- it's fucking wrestling. This is predetermined shit. And niggas take this shit so seriously. Motherfuckers clown and trying to well not clown because our truth is winning these arguments. Our truth says CM Punk sunk. Him and Miz was more over than him. I'm pretty sure our truth is trolling probably somebody that's his friend, because nobody dislikes our truth. Oh yeah, they were homies, yeah. Fans. Yeah. Fans coming out and say, Oh, uh, 
Don't nobody listen to our truth. Our truth ain't got nothing good to say. Our truth laughs, and then our truth, he like our truth is a glorified jobber. He said, "Nigga, your mama was a jobber." Right. I'm not letting. I'm not letting no no our truth slander go like that, bro. Our truth. Our truth literally out here in the field, G. Black man to hold the original NWA World Championship. If he was the only black man to hold a fucking racist nigga straw at an NWA show, (laughs) this nigga still fucking legendary, folks. Legend, my book. You don't have as many stripes as our truth. I can tell you that. No, like this is it's like. Then that nigga at the end, oh, don't talk about my my mama. You don't, you don't talk about us. What do you say? I hate when people like. What are you going to read? You going to read through the through the through the I think he said like a, you like you don't talk about a service man's. Um, if you don't get that, we're not even going to get in it because this shit I can say and I don't. You know, just shut up. Got it. Yeah, but either way, nature is very valid in his point. Regardless, Bianca is going to be okay. That's the point. That we're gonna draw it. Bianca's gonna be okay. It's so like literally niggas is look. It is what it is. My main concern is is Sasha Banks okay? Shit. <laughs> so that's if anything. Is Sasha Banks okay? But it is what she it is. She was, was in Vegas because they they posted look, picture once again to some web to some restaurant or some shit. So we don't know. For all I know, she opens. For all we know, she opens up fucking SmackDown tomorrow. So we'll see where things go from there. But right. it is what it is. That's a SummerSlam recap. Uh, damn, NXT TakeOver. I did not even watch NXT TakeOver. Uh, it was a decent TakeOver. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe brought nigga. back the muscle buster. Yeah, he took get the muscle belt. buster. He took that belt. Shout out to Samoa Joe. Raquel Gonzalez unfortunately retained that title. Uh, a new black guy. Oh, that was the Carmelo NXT. Hayes. That's oh, NXT. Oh, yeah, oh. Carme- yeah, Carmelo Hayes. and uh, Who won between Odyssey. him and Odyssey? Yeah, uh, yeah, Carmelo Hayes. Carmelo Hayes. It was a good, uh, it was a pretty good match. Uh, I'm trying to pick him up. Take over. Uh, Adam Cole Adam got Cole, lost to, to Kyle O'Reilly. Who knows? That's the last time we see Adam Cole in WWE. He gives a shit. Tell you the truth, uh, I kind of do because I love Adam Cole. But um, what's next? Uh, uh take Cameron over, Grimes. Cameron Grimes. Yeah. Uh, and Walter and Joganoff put on the best they put match. A slapper on. That's yeah, I gotta watch that match. Everybody saying so that match is fine. That nigga Walter, my bad. That nigga Walter. Damn, but give, give me him and anybody on the main roster. I want. I really want to see him versus Cesaro, bro. I really want to see that. I just want to see Walter in America consistently wrestling. Whether that's NXT, whether that's goddamn WWE, it could be fucking All Elite. It could be fucking Impact. I just want Walter in the United States wrestling on a consistent basis. Walter's that fucking. You know, beans and toast, all that shit. That's easy shit. Look, man, honestly, I would not make the beans and toast joke in front of Walter because I think that I nigga would slap. That nigga would probably chop and slap the freaking black off my chest. A parking lot in my fucking chest. <laughs> you look bogus as hell, but. Right, didn't, he, didn't he lose? What's the name? Didn't he choke him out? I, I don't I remember. Him, I think he put him in a sleeper hole and choked him out. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember. I didn't. I, I that, didn't match, that match was fire, bro. You gotta go back and watch. Yeah, it. I'm, I'm gonna go back. I, and I'm watch. gonna peep. I'm gonna peep that match specifically because, like, Walter that nigga. So, uh, yeah. So that's the best weekend in wrestling, and who knows long how long. Raw was ass. Nothing to really talk about in regards to that. And before we wrap up wrestling and that, we have the greatest question ever: Is Daytro done with wrestling for the time being? <laughs> Let me see what SmackDown about. <laughs> <laughs> Tune in next week to get your answer, nigga. Tune in next week to get your answer, G. All right, so this is going to be a very short episode because literally ain't shit happening in basketball besides, and we're going to crack jokes about this. Eric Bledsoe is now a clipper, and he got tra- traded. Pat Bev, no, Clippers trade Pat Bev and Rajon Rondo. For Eric Bledsoe, insert um, insert side of baby line here, and literally, he I don't know what the hell the Minnesota. Clippers are doing. Yeah, and then Pat Bev got went from probably hanging out with some cool ass GDs in Memphis, because Duke Deuce is uh, is from Memphis, he's a GD, to getting shit. No, I mean, well, gonna, I mean that's why I was about to sound tweaking. He was gonna get turned out to be a GD by the Memphis niggas. 
But now he's definitely going to get turned out to be a GD by them uh, Minnesota uh, GDs. So it is what it is. He's going to change. We're going to see Pat Bev literally uh, saying the GDs walk through the door by All-Star Weekend. But uh, feel bad for Pat Bev. But the Clippers, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't like. I really just don't like Eric Bledsoe's game for them. He doesn't spread the floor. He's a questionable point guard at best. He's an okay defender. So, I don't know what to really feel or say. But I, one thing I will say outside of re-signing Kawhi, the Clippers probably fucked, had the most fucked up offseason. They didn't do anything to get better. Uh, well, I would say they actually did. Justice Winslow will fill that wing spot until Kawhi come back. Probably what? March? If he comes back. If. It's a big Justice if. Winslow, they still got Terrence Mann, who stepped up, be, who can also yeah. do the wing Terrence spot. Mann's gonna be so they wasn't really bad in the situation. Paul George is entering another season healthy. They got players who are going to be able to attack the basket more. Eric Bledsoe. He's shit, but it's going to work out. Uh, they, they're, they're younger than they, what they were last year. Uh, Ibaka should be back, but I, I think you move him more than anything. You try um, to flip that contract. <laughs> that man it. has a bad uh, back at his age. Uh, but they, they're better. They should they shouldn't be no less than a fifth five seed in the West. Mind you, Paul George can carry that team to a playoff series. He's that good. I agree with that. We just carry that team to a playoff series. Um, but RP that nigga Patrick Bradley, like I know it was a fan, so it is what it is. RP that nigga, he about to get just if he don't get bought out, which he probably will before the trade deadline or buyout season. And then you'll be a nice and powerful fucking Milwaukee Buck or some shit until that season over. And if they win, they win. If they lose, they lose. And then you'll be a free agent. They'll probably be on somebody's bench in Orlando or some shit. And then you won't be in the league again. That's but for up. the time that you were here, shout out to you. That's fucked up. But uh, it is what it is when it comes to Pat Bev. Uh, I think he'd be nice for Minnesota, but at the same time, it's like they are guard situation is already completely full especially because i i'm hopeful and w- once we do our se- team previews uh as training camp start uh probably starts up soon i have high expectations for the Timberwolves to get better but i just don't know how pat bev fits into the equation because you already have d as a pretty much as your starting go- point guard regardless uh, Josh Okogi, well, not, well, no, Anthony Edwards is your two. Josh Okogi, I think, is your three. They really need a power four so badly. They, I, but they're in the Lori conversation, so we'll see where that goes. Um, and you got Cat. So, it's the, uh, Timberwolves, it might work. If he's going to be your point guard off the bench, it works. Brings the energy, stretches the floor well. He'll behave in Minnesota. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see where that goes. But uh, but yeah. So I feel bad. Also, that, I heard a. I don't know how true it is, but it, they were. It was another Bulls rumor of them possibly wanting to bring in Demarcus Cousins on maybe a one year or something like that. Bulls need a, Bulls need another need a center that can uh protect the rim. Boogie is decent, but you he, he's you need to see if you can get like a Miles Turner or some shit. Well, yeah, I would say Willie Collison. I don't think Miles Turner wants to start. And if he don't, if he can't freaking mesh with Baby Sabonis, then he's not going to mesh with Vukovic. So that's just me. But, uh, Speaking of Vukovic, I was lo- another thing I was looking at. Um, I think I watched it yesterday. I was watching the uh, Gilbert Arenas podcast. He had DeMar DeRozan on it. And um, apparently Vukovic did a. Um, was a was yeah, a big hand yeah, helping him get yeah, there because they, exactly they you know apparently they friends off the court or whatever yeah. you know, they yeah they they played together at UFC mm-hmm. which I didn't know Vukovic was at UFC so what which is mean? interesting his college oh yeah I'm like man you don't know UFC but uh man. I thought you said UFC I was like, <laughs> um, yo <laughs> that's different there I'm be like oh yeah they're the greatest friends ever beating each other ass but yeah so but i'm happy like that DeRosa interview was good insight on 
the culture change that the Bulls currently have because if they could get nobody to come here five years ago, bro. Close thing was Melo, and then Melo said, "Fuck y'all." <laughs> he said, and they literally ruined that. My what the fuck, bro? But anyway, that was the closest thing in recent in recent years. We we can't talk. They literally about had this man in a number seven jersey outside the United Center. How do you fuck that up? It is what it is, man. It's like how the Pistons. How do you promise this man we're gonna draft you? We got you. We're gonna go with uh with Buddy. Darko, they they drafted Darko. And now he's no more. What the hell? But yeah, so shout to the Bulls. Uh, shout to uh, Mark Eversley and AK doing a thug dizzle. New culture for the team. High hopes. Everybody fucking with the Bulls. Um, the schedules did come out, but I didn't even look at that shit yet. So it is what it is. All we care about is the Christmas games. The Christmas games. The Lakers have a sh- the Lakers, more than half of their games are nationally televised games. Of course. A lot of fucking games. Of um, course. That's expected at this point. I know, but damn, niggas, 82 games this year. They got 40 of them, bitches. Tell them that. Oh, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying that. <laughs> Christmas, what? Nets? Nets, Lakers. Nets, Lakers, um, Warriors. Fuck. Was it Warriors? Is it, it Warriors? Is it Warriors, Dallas? No, no. Dallas has. Dallas plays Portland. No, not Portland. No. Is it Warriors they, Phoenix? Yeah, no, I think it's Warriors Phoenix. Yeah. 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 Let me pull it up real quick. Yeah, what? Dallas plays. I think Dallas might be what, playing. What? The Jazz? The... Yeah, I think Dallas has the Jazz. Here yeah, we go. New York, Trey. Yeah, yeah. So, it's, so it's the uh, Hawks, Knicks, Celtics, Bucks. Warriors, Suns, Nets, Lakers, and Mavericks, Jazz close out the night. Yeah, good ass memory. Uh, there's no reason the Celtics should have a Christmas Day game, bro. I agree with that. I wholeheartedly. I don't agree. think the Celtics. I think the Celtics is a player tournament team. Shouldn't get that shit to Philly. Philly. They it, all the issue with Philly is just we don't know what that we roster. Don't have no Very true. You could have, yeah, Loki. You could easily, yeah. You could still, I, I still would have pushed the, uh, that narrative: the Bucks versus Philly. Miami or Miami playing somebody else? Miami not playing. Huh. Bro, I don't want to watch. Look, Miami's gonna be the most boring team to watch this year. G, it's gonna be like watching the '95 Knicks. I'm good. I don't think Miami gonna be the most boring team to watch. It will have, it will definitely have to be. Look, as much as all the white people gonna get mad at me when I say this. Dallas is boring as fuck, especially with Luca on the bench. <laughs> um, Utah Jazz, horrible in terms of like watching. Um, Phoenix nice. Suns ain't all that anxiety to watch either. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I I don't know. Miami he's boring as fuck too. Jimmy Jimmy Butler pace, but I don't know. It should be it should be a good it should be a good season, you know. I can't wait to the the topics we think of until that shit comes back. Oh uh, well, that's thanks for the perfect transition preview. Man, uh, next week, we're going to watch Game Seven of the Pistons versus Spurs NBA Finals, and niggas is gonna sit there in no pain. You niggas is going to no pain. Watch the final. I'm going down exactly why the fuck they should have drafted Melo too. I'm gonna break that shit down. <laughs> There's gonna be a conversation as we talk about it. Like, damn, man, if they had Mellow here. But uh we're gonna, like I just wanna preview that game in itself. So we're gonna talk about <laughs> so niggas know what, what we about to get into, man. Cause I've been talking about this for the past year, but I'm happy that we can finally do it. Two thousand five NBA finals, G, which the Spurs of course won. We already know the decision here. Uh but that game seven. That game seven, we won't talk about that, which ended with a final score of eighty-one to seventy-four. Jesus Christ! That's just that's just disgusting ass basketball. Who's the leading score? Who's the leading score? Probably fucking Manu Ginobili. Hold on, we gotta see who's the leading score. The leading score. Damn, what the fuck, man? There you go. Tim Duncan was the leading score with twenty-five. 
Uh, he had 25-11, three assists, two blocks, five turnovers. Damn. That's not fundamentally correct. Uh, 10 for 27. Ooh, Tim Duncan? Yes. Yo, Ben yeah. Wallace was giving that man fits. Ben Wallace putting body on him. <laughs> Wallace was giving that man Damn. fits. He still won finals MVP. <laughs> he's putting that, he's putting that, he's throwing that man face. Yo, Giotto, Ben Wallace giving that man fits. And for the Pistons, who was the leader scorer for the Pistons, G, this game? Richard Ham, G, this is, what the fuck? This is boring as hell. Richard Hamilton had 15, but Tayshaun Prince had 9. Chauncey had 13. Ben Wallace had 12. Rasheed Wallace had 11. They and the- needed Melo. <laughs> in a way in hell, your leading scores didn't even break fucking 20, bro. Bro, these field goal percentages are disgusting. They suck. R- Rip Hamilton went 6 for 18. <laughs> they Tayshaun- suck. I, yo, honestly, I yo. hate the I hate the 2008 Boston Celtics team with a passion. I don't like that team. But the Pistons are after I watch that game again, I'm probably gonna hate the Pistons even more. Bro, why Tayshawn Prince shot the ball 13 times, only made four. Damn. Chauncey Billups was three for eight. Ben Wallace had the best field goal percentage of 6 for 10. <laughs> Shoot a 6%. This is some disgusting-ass basketball, G, and um, we're going to have to tolerate this shit. But oh, I don't even know what you watch that shit at. <laughs> don't worry. I got ways. So it's just I'm not putting it up. It's going to, like, we'll be, it'll be like our reactions and people just like, yo, what the fuck? But, uh, Are we watching it live? Yeah, we're going to watch it live, nigga. Shit. <laughs> so... Disgusting. Who are the referees? Dick Bavetta, Joe Crawford, and Eddie Rush. I know who Dick Bavetta is. I know Joe yeah. Crawford. But yeah, G, this is some disgusting ass basketball, G. Really, so I'm just letting you niggas know. You, we, just our reactions is gonna be golden in itself. But yeah, so I finally like finally start to do this type of shit. But uh, anything going on with UFC? Quiet. A big event coming up, but it's quiet. So, nothing really going on. Oh, I didn't get a chance to watch that Magic Johnson interview, bro. Oh, bro. <laughs> Gee, it's just that the two clips that I saw. That's a sick Negro, man. <laughs> but some of the sound bites that I took from it, G, were hilarious. For one, that man said he was in the office with, uh, he was in somebody's office. And some chick looked at him. He said, she was giving me the look. But we in this office. And I was like, so, like, while we doing it, I'm just, I'm not even looking at her. I'm just looking, I'm looking at the door to make sure nobody walk in. And then he <laughs> said, something about six women. <laughs> and I I seen, I had posted, I was like, I think this is, the statistic is one in five. So he caught it from one of them. <laughs> He said, yes. he said, yes, six women, they were all going. And then it was a line where he said something about fantasies. And I cried. <laughs> Johnson was fucking wild. Man. That dude. He's living that, a life. That man, he was living like Larry. Oh, man. That, that man was living his life, G. The fact that literally both Larry Bird and Matt Johnson's careers fell short because they didn't take care of themselves. It's hilarious. Larry Bird didn't take care of his back, and I think he played with bad ACLs. <laughs> then Magic was just a nasty nigga off the court. <laughs> so it is what it is. <laughs> they literally gave Mike the lead. They're like, "Hey, look, bro, it's yours. <laughs> it's all yours." Nigga. But, oh yeah, when we gonna pick a day to remember? When we talked about breaking down why. Why the '90s basketball era ain't as as hyped as it really should have been? Oh, that's that's in the plans too. Don't worry, that's gonna be a fun ass discussion. <laughs> that's that's gonna be a funny ass discussion. All I'm say in preview to that is expansion, <laughs> expansion. <my nigga. laughs> so, but uh, yeah, we can go ahead and wrap this up. Then we hit it exactly an hour for this episode. 
But uh, we appreciate you niggas for listening. As always, make sure you follow us on Twitter at threes from the ring, three s from the ring, uh, on Twitter. Make sure you also, uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. Greatly appreciate it. You tweaking media, you know what it is. Uh, if you just listen to us. If you're on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod, make sure you hit that subscribe button. If you can like, like, rate, rate. We all greatly appreciate all of the above. Thanks for listening. Make sure you cop some merch as well. UTM ships for free shipping. And we out of here. Peace. Next week, people.